Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined, as always, by Jackie. Hello. My friend and my lovely wife. My lovely wife, Miles. No. Did I do something wrong? You married me. What, am I not lovely? You are lovely. Isn't Miles lovely? And we are a podcast that talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure that may have been obvious by now. Plus other stuff. Uh, And this week, we will be going into 34 episode, no, the 34th episode of Golden Wind, The Requiem Quietly Plays, Part 1. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Araki. It is Father's Day. Is Araki a father? He is. He is a father to all of us. We are his sons. That's true. Um, And uh, happy Father's Day to all the bad fathers in the JoJo JoJo comics, which is pretty much all of them. Seriously. Yeah. Like most yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, so, actually, th- this was a very interesting episode this week. And so, I think we should have a good chunk of correspondence in the correspondence corner. We have so many correspondence this uh, week. So, if you don't like that, if you just want to hear us talk about uh, thick requiems, no. you can jump ahead to uh, go fuck yourself. A different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. Go to like the 30, 30 minute, 35 minute mark. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we're going we're gonna to take our sweet time because these episodes get crazy and people get wordy and emotional. And we're here to talk to you about it. If you would like to get wordy and emotional, by the way, you can write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Uh, let us get into it then. Uh, who wants to read? I will. Okay. We got an email from Polaris Gaming who asked, What made you decide to do a Jojo podcast? I think we've answered this. Read the P.S. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe there are new listeners. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so gangsta. Gangsta. Gang. Bam. Bam. Uh, we decided to do JoJo podcast because even though we relate to the game, Jackie and I started watching the anime. And back in like, we were late. We were watching like 2014 or 15. And we were having a good time watching it and thought, you know. Uh, what, you know, Miles and I had also been talking about doing a podcast of some sorts, but didn't know what to do it about. And so it was just like, let's combine everything and we'll all talk JoJo's together. Yeah. Uh, and we did it out of order because I didn't know how things worked and thought we'd catch up to the weekly ep- releases of part four. And that didn't happen. <laughs> so uh, we're unique in the way that we went way out of order and you'll figure that out. Um, Pretty good. Pretty good PS. I like it. I like waking up gangsta. Personally, yeah. I wake up feeling sleepy. <laughs> uh, we got an email from Gary, uh, who recently learned that Araki wrote a book called uh, Hirohiko Araki's Bizarre Horror Movie Analysis. I rarely watch horror movies. Can you recommend any? P.S. I never horny in public. <laughs> uh, so I looked at this list. I was not aware of this book. So thanks for telling us about it, Gary. Um, and I'll just tell you off the list... Um, I don't know about Ring the TV version. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, Horror movies are too scary. Aliens, very good. The Exorcist is very good. I think I think it might be better if you have a Christian background because for me, I was like, yeah, whatever. What for the Exorcist? Yeah, yeah. And when I watched the Exorcist, I was like, okay. All the all a lot of like that Catholic horror scares the hell out of me. Yeah, Jackie and Miles are both Catholic, right? Uh, I, I was raised Catholic. You know what I mean. 
Do I? Did you guys know the lead singer <laughs> of Slayer identifies as Catholic? It's kind of cool, right? Because they're not satanic metal. People just think that, but they're not. Oh, I, don't I don't know anything about Slayer. Now you do. Hmm. Great. Raining blood. Um, if you can't watch older movies, I would watch Final Destination. That's on here. Uh, the Ring is good. I don't know why he has No Country for Old Men on here. That's not a horror movie. It's good. If you like zombie movies, 28 Days Later is good. It's a little bit artsy, but... Did you read the movies? Or are you going to read them? I'm looking at them now. Oh, okay. Oh. I'll just go through all of them. Yeah. Real quick. Dawn of the Dead. Don't know if that's the 70s one or the 2000s one. Watch the 70s one. Jaws, Misery, I Am Legend, The Ninth Gate, Weird Pick, Araki, <laughs> Alien, Ring, the TV version, whatever. The Mist, Final Destination, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You can skip that. Deliverance, haven't seen it. It's okay. Uh, the it's Blob. Good. It's scary. The Blob. I think I heard the 80s version of The Blob is like hilarious. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, our friend Austin told me about that. 28 Days Later, watch that if you want a cool take on zombie movies. Basket Case, that looks like complete schlock. I've just seen that one scene where the basket jumps on her neck. Uh, Sleeping with the Enemy, I don't know if that's a horror movie. No Country for Old Men, great movie, not horror. Yeah. The Exorcist, worth watching. Funny Games, the 2007 US remake. Uh, Funny Games seems like one of those movies that will just make me depressed. I'm not interested. Hostel, you can skip it. Wrong Turn, <laughs> haven't seen it. Might might be fun. Seems like a 2000s era dumb horror movie. He has a lot, though. I actually looked at like the summary on the JoJo Wiki, and Araki mentions way more. Mm. I guess these are just his top 20. Mm. But yeah, I would say um, Alien and Dawn of the Dead, 28 Days Later, Final Destination, and Exorcist. That is what I think. Misery. Misery's good. I, I don't feel like it's a horror movie. I think it is. It's a good thriller movie. I think Deliverance is a different kind of horror, but... That too, yeah. That's, that's, it's I haven't pretty seen good. it, but it seems it's pretty like, good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Are you afraid of regular ass people? Yes. That's 100. That's the most scary thing because it's the no, most I real. No, I agree. You know? I agree. I'm just, I'm asking. And that's why I like, that's why I like misery too. Yeah. 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 Both of those. That's why yeah. I'm asking Gary. Gary. All of the movies I listed, I just realized are supernatural. Um, mm-hmm. That's because Araki doesn't have any slashers on here. I you like, like slashers. You like supernatural things. But I also like slashers. I like real things. I, like I don't like slashers People as being much. stabbed. It's great. Okay. Um, Fine. Jackie, would you like to take the next one? Sure. This is from Counter Chris. Counter Chris says... It just says Count Chris. Oh, I can't read. Count Chris. Count Chris. Count Chris. Uh, Silver Chariot changed from part E? What? Oh, uh, that's a typo. From part three. From part three. Uh, Miles my- summarized these. Uh, Silver Chariot changed from part three. It's missing its feet and replaced them with uh, rapier-like stilts. Plus, it's missing an arm, which has also been replaced by a sword sword it also has no more armor picture attached uh p.s every time i close my eyes i wake up with glass bones and paper skin every morning i break my legs and every afternoon i break my arms at night i lie awake in agony until my heart attacks put me to sleep also horny what does this mean (laughs) i think it's from spongebob uh no is it (laughs) I, i was looking it up before i think it's a spongebob thing Oh, SpongeBob is dark. We're a little too old for SpongeBob. I think we just missed it. I watched a lot of SpongeBob. I've seen some SpongeBob. But I don't remember this. Whatever. I was watching Ken Burns documentaries. <laughs> Which I've ones, seen. dude? By the way, thanks for pointing this out, uh, Count Chris. I did not notice that. And I looked at the image and yeah, it is very cool. But Silver Chariot has, instead of mm, more substantial human parallel legs, Silver Chariot has like uh, stilts. Like Aww. a whole 
pirate uh what are they what are those called a peg legs and stuff um and yeah has no armor did the armor take off so it's very light pretty cool thanks count chris why, why did that happen to silver chariot because Polnareff lost his legs. We were talking about it. Aww. We were like, yeah, why would those go? Because, you know, it's it's just his soul. But but yeah. the Requiem version still has all the limbs. I would like swords for limbs. I feel like that's better, right? Mm. No, but then you'd only hurt the ones you love. Mm. Like Edward, Edward's sword hands. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Aaron H. asks, what are our plans for after Golden Wind? Two people asked this Who? this week. Aaron H. Okay, so that's so fast. Aaron H. <laughs> what are our plans for after Golden Wind? I don't know. We don't know yet. Nothing. We don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking about, we have various options. If you have yeah. suggestions, go ahead. I think we've gotten some, but one is to just like look at animes people recommend and just watch like one episode from each. I think it should be it should tie back to JoJo's. So I think we should watch animes that reference or like an episode of some anime that references JoJo and talk about it. Or if we watch an anime that's like not related, we should try to tie it in somehow. <laughs> like we should be we should compare like the protagonist to I don't know, like which JoJo character are they most like? Things like that, like to kind of tie like it could mm-hmm. be a random anime mm-hmm. but still tie it in somehow to to JoJo. Uh I don't know. I mean, we need content. We, we need, could, we we need could, something to analyze. Yeah, we could do another series, but then if you don't like that series, listeners, then you're going to be like, all right, fuck this. If you don't want to watch, uh, you know, but Evangelion then, or Cowboy Bebop or uh, but Frasier. Then, but then we'll know, <laughs> but then we'll know who likes us regardless of what we're talking yeah, about. It turns you know? out it's nobody. <laughs> if you can't handle us at our miscellaneous, you don't deserve yeah. us at our JoJo. Mm, mm, I'm saying I wish there were like other shows where like during the season they would be like oh they're confirmed for another season can we just read fanfics can we just uh, no <laughs> P.S. did you guys notice that the judgment stand was shown when Paul Nerf was reminiscing about Jotaro and the gang it was very odd I did not notice that I did notice that and I, I don't know I think at the time I was like oh they're gonna show more stands and then they didn't so did mm. you find it very odd? I did think it was weird I was like I don't mm. know is it because like that was a big Paul Nerf episode with like his uh his sister coming back mm. briefly, you know, oh, I didn't see this. They, they showed the stand. Yeah. Briefly. Mm. I, I don't know why. Very strange. So tune young, dark missing chain link also asked what we're doing after part five. And he said he would love to hear more of you guys, no matter the topic. Aww. There you go. That's P- what we want. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up in a new body. Oh God, it's gone. Oh no. Yep. You're a turtle. Accept <laughs> mm. it. Uh, Wait, is there an H link? No. 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 Dudes, they just both asked the same question. Okay, got it. Uh, Hank, Hank's three, or Hank, uh, is annoyed we keep bringing up the Bruno punching himself scene from the first uh, King Crimson encounter. Uh, let's, yeah. let's fucking read some of it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Sure. I, I don't know. I don't really care. I don't really care either. <laughs> He's very angry at us, especially me. So I feel like we should it's a long give him email, the opportunity. Though. It's a long email. And while you guys sometimes tend to get off track, cough, Jackie, cough, cough. I think this guy hates me. Uh, Miles, not you, Mark. You're a pro. Oh, yeah. Let's read this email. (laughs) So pro that doesn't spell Mark's name right. Right. Uh, I can't help but finally be forced to talk about this. No one's holding a gun to your head, bro. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, The infamous King Crimson slash Bruno punching himself scene. I've been so annoyed with you guys. Keep bringing it up. I it. I wasn't even going to respond, but once again, you did a segment on it that irked me to my core. Guess what this episode is now? We're really upsetting people. <laughs> um, 
Have we not been watching JoJo for a while now? Hasn't Araki tried to misdirect us to ch- character Stan's abilities time and time again? Given that once more, it, it is a Stan that manipulates time so many, why not understand that he does this with King Crimson? All right, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite get that. I'm, I'm already sure. asleep. Because I don't think Araki mi- misdirects. I think Araki starts an idea and then is like, nope, not like that. Which is fine, but we're going to take it as face value because we don't always need to do what I just did basically and figure out like, well, this is probably why he did that. So, and that's, what's fun about the show and what we have fun doing is looking at something and going, no, these are the rules. Yeah. You you know, you're setting up expectations and then we want to follow them. We're not like this show sucks because of that. I love it. It's just, it's just fun to, to try and hold things accountable. I like what I don't understand sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, but I also, it's hard for me to believe that certain things had a plan in mm-hmm. place, like the whole time, you know? So like, you can't, I don't know. Yeah, I it's hard to convince me of that. Very hard to believe. Unless the, the media that we're watching actually, or whatever, the media that we're consuming actually shows that somehow, like mm-hmm. if it's too open to interpretation and it's never explained, then just because someone can explain it with things that aren't like directly seen, doesn't mean that that's what it is or what it's supposed to be yeah and that's what's fun is like we had that one listener write us in about how bruno was probably given epitaph's future seeing ability and that was cool um but we still are like that this is confusing shit i like the theories and that's that's why the king crimson being confusing thing is a meme because it is a confusing thing and even if you say you know that oh well this is why it's because you know, he just manipulates, you know, Araki is manipulating us. Yeah. Still or, mean- you know, you think it's the epitaph being loaned to him. Yeah. Like other people who claim to understand it say different things as well. So it's clearly confusing. Let, let me get a little bit into Hank's explanation. Um, the first glimpse of the boss's power, we see him go invisible with roses cut off the stem to make us wonder what kind of ability yields this. Uh, think not knowing bad company were army men when they're first shown to us as sparkles shooting firepower. Uh, in presenting Bruno fighting with himself, Araki is showing the same level of expressionism. He's still trying to make the audience guess what on what matter of standability. Remember, the person who lives the time that Casey manipulates doesn't know what happened. For us, the audience, the scene of Bruno punching himself, this is the only instance that shows the viewers what the lost interval of time may look like. We never get to see it again, so Bruno's scene serves as a misdirection to the audience because Araki is holding his cards close to his vest on the true nature of the time ability uh, and a nugget of what the lost time looks like. You're just seeing an artistic expression of that lost time. If the same technique were used on Giorno outside near the boat, he would see himself walking a few feet in advance getting on the boat while his original self still lay on the pier. Get it? So please close the chapter on this. Cough, cough, Jackie, cough. Let's talk of this no more and graduate from horny to seco sliding through sanitation dirty. Ciao. P.S. I'm serious. Jackie put this to bed. LOL. Sent from my iPhone. Um, (laughs) So, Hank, I appreciate the email. Thank you for your interpretation. Uh, It's interesting. I actually think it's kind of good. Yeah? But it's the first time I've heard this. I mean, it's. I'm not saying that this is the answer. Yeah. But the idea is that, like, yeah, time is erased. So normally we don't see this sort of thing where a character can view themselves. 
Um, so I that's the idea is that this could happen to other people as they, but we don't see this happen again. And I'm pretty sure we do see erase time. we like, we do get to see inside King Crimson's perspective during erase time. So we could kind of see this later. And I also don't know why King Crimson or Diablo would explain things to Bruno what, when he's not going to remember them. So Unless the, he just like likes to fuck with people and thinks yeah, it's fun to like just he, talk. Like he gave Bruno the site a little bit. I think someone else said that too. This isn't um, quite, but this is a different feeling. That's the thing is these are two different interpretations. Okay. They're just saying that we as the v- reader or viewer get to see, I guess, what King Crimson sees, you know, or uh-huh. we get to see what Bruno right. sees before he forgets. So it's not two actual physical Brunos existing right. at the same right. time. It's one actual living, breathing Bruno and and like the hologram or like the not the hologram right. but like one the, is like the projection the future projection or something right one is like bruno's perception and the other is like bruno's time getting erased or about to like something like that it's still not clear okay but fair we're still not going to stop talking about it yeah you can't tell me what to do hank nobody that writes in not even mark can tell me what to do so yes, yes i can <laughs> <laughs> so if we want to talk about it, we're going to keep talking about it. Uh, if I still want to think that it's bullshit, I can think that. Um, I do appreciate everybody's explanation, but I still think it's a funny thing to be like, what the hell? How did he punch himself? Uh, but I appreciate, I don't know. Nothing. You could have been a little nicer in this email, but. I don't appreciate it. Hank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like when people write in and tell us their like theories on things or their perception on things or how they interpreted um, something that can be confusing or weird uh, and, you know, it doesn't get explained. So, well, guess what? What? The what? next email does just that. Miles. Yeah. <sighs> Read the next thing. Oh, okay. Uh, the next email is from Bizarre Buccaneer, our old, old friend. Old. Uh, he explains his theory on how the arrows work. Paul said when a stand is pierced by an arrow, it gets an upgrade. But when Golden Wind got stuck by Black Sabbath, and did not get a requiem uh so many people i typed this drunk i guess (laughs) (laughs) so many people can we just read the real email yeah so many people like bb call the beetle arrow the requiem arrow and is oh like bizarre buccaneer (laughs) and it's it's the only one that gives requiem so he's saying that this particular arrow is the requiem arrow and the other the rules don't apply to the other arrow right it's not a retcon because yeah we do see a stand get pierced. pierced Uh, Golden Moon was st- was stabbed when, right, like, when automatic f- Black Sabbath like put the arrow out of his mouth. Oh, um, yeah, because it's supposed to give human stands, but I guess I forget. But I guess Gold Experience was in the way. Mm. I think that's an excellent point, though. Yeah, because so, I didn't remember that. So a good explanation or cover up here is the idea <laughs> that like, well, the arrows are different. But really, it sounds like when Araki started writing this, he didn't really know how it was going to end. Is this exactly. a case of Araki forgot? Yeah. He no. He, I think he started writing it, you know, he, he, and he kind of changed his mind in the middle. I think that's what happened. Yeah. And so this is where I would say that Araki is not misdirecting us. Araki is changing things. <laughs> yeah. Which he's allowed to do. He's yeah, allowed to do. Absolutely. But it adds to the confusion. And we love it. I love it still. Yeah. No, I, love I, it. I like it. I love it. I love it. And uh, he also asked, what did we think of the OP and ED changes? I did not watch the end, but I liked the OP change. I almost didn't notice it, but then I was like, wait. (laughs) I I love whenever King Crimson does this thing in the anime. I I don't remember if it's in the manga depicted the same way where like it's just the galaxy, like reality breaks away and shit. I think it's cool as hell. Me too. But we didn't see the ED. I went before we recorded. I was like, oh, let's go watch it. And I 
booted up the Wii U Crunchyroll app and it promptly froze. Thanks, Crunchyroll! While trying to fast forward. So we don't know what it is and I don't want to open it up here. Great app. Great app. Give it five stars on nothing. Give it five stars (laughs) on the dumpster it belongs in. (laughs) Thanks for that, (sighs) BB. Uh, this email is from Josh, who I started the email by being like checking in or like something like haven't written in a while. Yeah. Um, Giorno is the son of Dio, which is Italian for God, and he's fighting Diavolo, Italian for devil. So it's the son of God fighting the devil. Hence, I don't know, bringing Bruno back to the dead like he was a cell phone he put on the charger. The localization of King Crimson or Emperor Crimson is smart since Enya might have named it after a tarot card and color. I guess guess so her but emperor already existed and yeah um, which one is emperor again the fucking gun that old horse has oh yeah, yeah since stands are a virus do you think a symptom of the virus is to dress and act really weird yeah yeah <laughs> it must be p.s every time i close my eyes i wake up in someone else's body oh no i'm gonna see a few of those i think <laughs> um yeah i do think that makes them dress weird um <laughs> No. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of religious symbolism creeping in. I don't think Joseph dresses weird. I think that if uh, if you get pierced with the arrow, you can have a you're strong enough. Well, you might be strong enough to have a stand, but I think that you're more likely to be strong enough to have a stand if you uh, are fashionable as fuck and don't <laughs> care about like masculine macho standards or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and you can fucking wear holes all over your clothes and like skirts and thongs without and, getting cold and, and lipstick and stuff you know yeah i just i guess i'll say it before i forgot i thought it was funny that um mista and trish swapped bodies and i was like mista would immediately notice that he's not wearing that much clothing and then i was like actually i don't know a lot yeah. of the men are not yeah. wearing a ton of clothes yeah she's definitely wearing less <sighs> i would yeah. be very i'm looking at naranja's shirt and i would find it very hard to put that on i think I would, oh yeah, I, I would, would get I would get caught up in that. Caught up. Well, I think the the belts maybe they come down. You know, like you put it on like a tube top and then stretch oh. the belts over. That mood makes oh. sense to me. I, oh, I suppose. Or you can just put it like put your. But the thing the the hard part is going to be putting your arms through the right hole because like yeah, if it was all together, like it's really easy. To oh fuck yeah, that yeah. Up. You'd have to label them. No. <laughs> P touch the sleeve uh, that you put your you arms through. Just have to through. be very careful. I've I've put on some complicated women's clothing and you have to be very like precise <laughs> with hmm. where your arm goes and stuff. <laughs> okay. Jackie, do you want to read from Salvador? Sure. Salvador, second listener from Kentucky. Whoop, whoop. What what celebrity would you switch bodies with? Everybody here, what celebrities would you switch bodies with? Anyone. Beyonce. Just like some <laughs> fit dude. Yeah, fit dudes. Fit tall dudes. Dudes who are fit. Just run and jump off stuff. See what it, see if it's worth it. I would see like, do I feel good enough to put in effort to work out or is that But it's dumb? not also that it's the effort. It's that like it's their job to... Oh yeah, and I, I don't. Sexy. I don't give a shit about their motivations. I'm just saying like, Do does being switch? in shape feel good enough? Switching bodies isn't switching lives, right? Or is it? depends what you want to do you could steal their life if you had their body wouldn't it be hard to take a celebrity's body because people would recognize you and you'd be like no i don't know that's not me <laughs> i would switch you with know? tom york because he wants a perfect body Mm-mm-mm-mm. and he could have mine okay and then i would also Reference. make like millions of dollars on stage at a concert i wouldn't switch bodies with anybody mm. 
too much of a pain. True. Would you switch with Trish, the anime girl? How do you... She doesn't have a body because she's a cartoon. No, not true. <laughs> Very not true. <laughs> I would switch hair with her. Um, there you go. Wit, uh, will we switch to a friend's podcast when five is over? Who was right, Roger, Ross or Rachel? No. Yeah, uh, sorry. Friends is like... We're not going to do that. It's fine, but I don't want to watch that much Friends. Me neither. So um, just no one told you it was going to be this way. We were on a break. Oh, I think or another thing that we could do maybe when this podcast is over is we can take like an take. episode of Seinfeld and compare it to a specific episode of like <laughs> of part, part four. four. Yeah. Guys, who was right? Ross or Rachel? That is so hard. I don't know. I Rachel. didn't really watch. I don't have the answer. Do you think it was Rachel? I'm not, not sure. Ross I have no is idea. stupid. <laughs> when, when was there an argument? About he About had, the break? Yeah. About the break. That's when you break. We were on a break. Um, anyway, also... I think Ross is a bad character, so probably Ross was wrong. Mm. Also, Kmiles, it's really <laughs> fucking hard to spell when you have a silent K in front of your name. Give me a break. All right. I'll give I you don't get that reference. Did we? I don't remember joking about having a silent K in my name, but I, but I easily probably, could have. <laughs> yeah, and also we're always... We're always like talking about how people fuck We're up always our spelling. Our spelling. Um, Kajoshing. P.S. I'm so horny thinking that there might be a Friends podcast with Mark, Miles, and Jackie. Get P- ready for those blue balls. P- uh, P.P.S. I must have I must have at least one fuck in this in the message. You already had one. Well, I, th- I think he's just explaining. That's why I said fuck back there. Oh, thank you for that fuck, Salvador. Uh... Let's see here. Uh, Martin wrote in. was the last email. Uh, Martin wanted to know the difference between manga and anime Diablo. Miles didn't get Martin's question across. Miles' note says, fuck you, in caps. <laughs> uh, I, fuck I, you, Martin. I don't remember Martin. I mean, I've always said that I like manga depiction better. Um, as far as comparing him to the anime, I should have probably opened up like uh, the manga at this uh, this moment. But I didn't. <laughs> so I'm sure the manga looks better. I have to say, I think like lips and facial features are more like dark and contrasty in the uh, manga. And they're a little bit meaner looking. And I like that a lot. Um, what setting would you like to see in a future JoJo part? P.S. Not as usual. You thought I was horny, but I made a haiku. Ooh. What, what would be a good setting for a future JoJo part? Mm, space. New Jersey. New Jersey. Just like, uh, you know what? It would be cool if Araki did like a Morio style, like weird NJ <laughs> or like eerie Indiana, you know, where it's just like, here's all the weird things. The Jersey devil is a stand or whatever. Wow. That won't happen. I like that. Okay. Thanks for Space. that, everyone. Thanks um, for all your emails. Thanks. Again, Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter. At JJB Pod. Oh, we also got a SoundCloud comment or two from someone who said, You misunderstand Giorno's character, and that annoys me. But he didn't get into specifics. So we don't we don't know how to agree or disagree or what we're what we should do that is quote right. We're just pissing people off. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> we're, we're getting we're, haters. We're getting to the point where enough people listen to us that enough people like we're we're starting to get haters, which I know we're getting haters before advertisers. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Ho, hoes before bros. Can't you give us money before hating on us? <laughs> Pay us to hate us. True. Um 
No, but it was funny because they like reposted our episode and then liked a few and then were like, this is annoying. (laughs) Oh, real reversal of fortune there. Um, Yeah, but... um, We do the opposite of grow on you. (laughs) Yeah, we just just slowly start to annoy you more and more. Right. And then you write us hate mail and we're like, we're going to disregard everything you say. (laughs) We're like your dad. Aw. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Yep. All right. Uh, would y'all like to take a break? Yeah. Fine. And we're back. Miles, Miles stop clapping. What? 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 You just ruined the possibility of a clean edit. Just have the applause. Have an applause break. You want me to just throw in some canned applause? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I might do that. I'm probably too lazy. I think we've done this before. Nah. Never. Never applause. Other stuff we've we've had to search out. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the episode itself now. Uh, so. This episode picks up where it left picks off. Picks up where it left off. Um, so we have a shadowy, scary ghost monster with a big butt, and Diavolo's King Crimson has the arrow, I think, or Diavolo has the arrow in his hand, and he's going to do something. Well, we see him b- kill Polnareff, and then he's suddenly like, "What?" And yeah. thick-ass chariot requiem. We now learn the name of. But this black figure walks away and it has like an arrow emblem on its neck. Yeah. And it just sort of slowly saunters away down the stairs, like maybe he's sleepwalking to get a snack in, uh, <laughs> in you know, his, his parents' house at midnight. I wonder if there's any connection between the arrow mark on its neck and the star on the Joe Star's necks. Like, is that Oh, that's interesting. Something? Probably not. Hmm. hmm. No. Just people have marks on their necks in this show. People yeah. love neck tattoos. That's what it is. Is... Is... Jonathan, the only Joe star to have a actual star on his no. body? No, they no, all do. They all do. Yeah. They all do. Mm-hmm. So like does Jorno have a star? I think so. Where's Jorno's star? I think there's some situation where we see the mark on him. Hmm. Um, I can look that up right now. I'm clicking onto his Wikipedia page, and then I'm going to scroll down to appearance, and I'm going to do Apple F because I can't figure it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see it. Although I guess Gangstar is sort of similar to Joe Star, the way they spelled. Interesting. Um, but whatever. Uh, so he doesn't have it. I don't. I don't think so. But all right, I don't listeners, remember. Tell me where it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, is it on his little tush? Oh no. Yeah, maybe it's on his little tush. Um. Um. So that's an interesting idea, Miles. Anyway. Thanks. <laughs> uh, what happens next? Everyone Diablo, starts falling asleep. Well, Diablo drops oh, yeah. the arrow and is like, why did I drop the arrow? And then yeah. he slumps down. And he's like, why am I slumping down? Yeah. What I thought was happening was I thought Fugo had shown up and was making everyone diseased. Oh, Ooh. yeah. But he's probably never coming back, right? Fugo. That, yeah, he's probably never coming back. But that would be interesting if Fugo, like at the last minute, was like, let me actually save the day. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> And his stand does it. Um, so, so does that mean that the boss passes out here like everyone else? Yep, it's nap time. Yeah, because yeah. we start to notice everybody starts to fall asleep, like in, like in Sleeping Beauty when everybody falls asleep. Rome is Rome <laughs> is having a rough day or night. Oh yeah, for real. Oh yeah, <laughs> anybody that like survived is now asleep. And then their bodies get switched. It's just a weird time to yeah. be a Roman. Uh, yeah, and it's um. By the way, yeah. The fighting game that I will always talk about. Street Fighter? Nope. The Capcom one that 
like Capcom made it, the same Street Fighter people made the JoJo fighting game. Even though it's all part three, it came out after part five. And so Polnareff has a super in uh, the game where you do an input and his stand gets hit by an arrow in the head huh. and, be- and becomes uh, uh, briefly Chariot Requiem and your opponent falls asleep. Well, but that's all it is. As soon as you hit them, they wake up. It's really stupid. It's a waste of meter. Mm. Anyway, it's just a cool little ref. That's cool. Do they have a game with like part five characters? Uh, yeah, there's, well, there, it's like a 3D sort of adventure kind of thing. Like it's 3D combat. Uh, it was released in Italy only, but I think people are working on fan translating it. Hmm. Uh, and I think it's just called like Golden Wind or whatever. And and since then, in recent years, since the anime, they've had these like mashup games where you can fight as anybody against anybody. Hmm. Uh, it's pretty dope. Um, and we should stream it sometime. You have the PS4. Um, yeah, so everyone falls asleep. Yeah, including like uh, Buchlati and Giorno and everybody. Trish, they all fall asleep. Everybody falls asleep. Everybody in Rome, we see like a cop... And some people in the cop car. A little baby. Oh, is there a baby too? Oh, that's funny. There's a baby and it's mom. Yeah. And so it's nap time. And then we see a flower, a rosebud bloom into a rose and a, f- a bee flies out of it. Did anyone notice that? What was that? Yeah. About? Yeah. I didn't get that. Some Maybe kind the, of symbolism. the bee became the flower and the flower was like, oh. ah, I got to fly, but it just bloomed. <laughs> that's an interesting know. thought. Uh, well, yeah, so what we all know happens because we watched the episode is that people's people switched bodies like Freaky Friday. Um, it's m- Freaky Jojo's Friday is which, what it is. Which maybe includes the, the rose and the bee. But um, yeah, so um, Trish wakes up, Mista wake up, and they're both like acting kind of weird uh and they're like did i fall asleep what happened like uh, i've been out for we've been out for a few hours um giorno has blood on his hands yeah i don't why was that a thing i don't know did he just like have blood on his hands and and then when narancha woke up in his body he was like why do i have blood on my hands i don't really get that me neither um um yeah i don't know don't know um so there's blood on the hands um trish does some fancy stuff with a gun because she's actually mista um for a moment she looked cool yeah and then you're like oh it's just a man in her body yeah i was like wait a minute, trish could do that <laughs> um yeah so that was kind of cool and then uh, uh hi Jorno. we need to save him who do they need trish to save? tells tells Jorno to hide okay um, and I don't know, maybe they want to save Bucciolati or something. Yeah. Um, but we basically figure out that Trish and Mista have swapped bodies. Trish is like, nothing you're saying makes any sense, but it's really Mista right. in there. Because Giorno keeps saying like, we have to save Giorno. Where'd he go? And they're like, you are Giorno. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? When did you guys realize that they had swapped bodies? I don't know. When, I think when, when people started to refer to themselves or to other yeah. people. When, um, <laughs> the obvious time. Yeah. When Mista started, as Trish started grabbing. Started just masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit crass. There was a lot of this. This went on for way too long. And I see that apparently yeah. the anime like overdid Trish like realizing that she was in Mista. I didn't love it. I didn't like and it. And I didn't think it fit with Trish's character necessarily. Like, is she sudden, mm. she's more, I guess, more vain than I thought she was. Yeah, I found it annoying though. It was yeah. extended in the anime. I don't know how much it was. Uh, 
present in the comic. Also, one of the things she says is like, oh, no, I have hair on my knuckles. Do girls not have hair on their knuckles? Not the way that men do. Oh. Women do a little, Let's see little, it, one, little baby hairs. I don't know. What do you see? What that's, do you see, Miles? That's all I have. Little baby hairs. Little baby hairs. I have some more substantial hair on my knuckles. Yeah, not really. Yeah, you can't really see any. There's, there is, there might be a little, it's like microscopic. Whereas for men, it's like clearly, clearly there. I can't see the hair on Mark's knuckles. Is it very light? Yeah. Well, Mista is especially a hairy knuckled man. Right. Yeah, I guess. He's Italian. <laughs> okay. I think that's a thing. Um, Italians write in. <laughs> I mean. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah. Different, different people have different body hair distribution and Look, and it's thickness. all okay. okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Don't let anybody like Trish shame you for your smell or yeah. body hair. Well, maybe smell. Smell, you should smell good in front of people, but. Well, he's been sweating. He's been up a long time. You know. I think she just doesn't like the smell of men. I think that she only likes women. Ooh, interesting <laughs> that you think that. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of sitting around going, why don't I have a dick? Why don't I have a vagina? Yeah, there's a lot of like, oh, what is this? My dick is missing. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my dick? <laughs> it's just like, all right, guys, we get it. Let's yeah. move on. Move along, move along. Um... So let's see. Um, right. So they're like, they're both like, what the fuck? And they're, you know, we, we realize it's Freaky Friday. And um, yeah. And uh, Mista Trish is like, I smell bad. Like, and being a man is weird. Um, and they're like, is this, an, is this a stand? Is this like one of the boss's elite guards doing this to us? And Trish keeps freaking out about like hair on her fing- on her on her fingers and ugly nails and like her uh, ugly nail beds and stuff. Poor Mista. Yeah, she's just being overly critical. But like men, you know, I mean, I guess Mista doesn't groom himself the way that Trish does. And that's fine. Which is weird. They all seem very appearance conscious. That's but, true. But maybe that's how it is but anyway yeah and um, so oh and so and then um mista mista in trish's body is like grabbing on like uh, reaching up trish's skirt as trish and actual trish <laughs> as mista is like hey what are you doing like get your hands off out of my skirt like don't fucking touch and it's like she like goes and like threatens him uh and stuff and he's like well it's itchy because of all the fucking elastic shit that you have down there that makes your butt look good and stuff hmm. and your push-up bra and things like that and so he's like what is all this tight stuff that's like making you yeah it's again on we, yeah we can move on yeah and it's not like these guys over here aren't all wearing fucking thongs and like <laughs> <laughs> you know like whatever kind of like things to make their bodies look better or tighter or whatever. They're all wearing tight ass clothes. Mesa's is wearing right. a tight, tight pants and stuff. Um, it's not like he's, it's not like it's that weird for him. Um, he might not be used to wearing a skirt or a push up bra, but it's also not that big of a deal, dude. Um, that's a whatever. Big, what do you, it's a, it's a big deal. I don't know. Maybe I've, <laughs> I've worn bras, so I don't, uh, I don't think it's yeah, that it's big a, of a deal. It's a big deal to swap bodies like that. I guess. But anyway, so but he, again, not as, but she's like, stop, stop molesting me. <laughs> like, stop touching my body, which is interesting because I guess they're all assuming that they're going to get their bodies back, you know, yeah. it's just too weird right away. Yeah. yeah. Right. That kind of thing. I think I would be kind of, I would be upset. I yeah. don't know. I don't like my body the way it feels. I would feel violated. 
Yeah, it would be pretty violating. Get out of there. Don't touch, Someone just ran Don't away. touch anything. They just ran into a bunch of like brick walls with your body. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Rub it. He'd be rubbing up on the Coliseum, fucking um, up her skin. But I don't appreciate Trish's body shaming. That is not cool. Don't do that. Um, and then they're like, wait a minute. Who did Bujolati swap bodies with? And he's still passed out on the floor. Yeah. And so they're like. Did you all just think he died? No. Yeah, I kind of did. I was like, no one's entertaining that idea, knowing that he has like no soul and his body's just breaking. Oh, I didn't. Think Although he was dead. it would have been, yeah, it would have happened with more fanfare if it, if he yeah. was like finally dead. Yeah, yeah. I thought he switched bodies with the. I th- I thought that that I, I thought that that was Polnareff's plan, like have him switch bodies with the boss, and then because he's kind of already dead, it's like easier to kill the boss. So I thought he was going to wake up and be the boss, but then they checked yeah. that out. Giorno supposedly can sense soul's energy or no it's Trish who says that mm-hmm. right it's definitely not the boss mm. because which they, is cool it's a little moment for Trish to be like no guys I know the answer yeah, yeah. so then but he's still think, just passed out I do think it's funny when they're talking to Polnareff turtle later <laughs> uh, you're skipping ahead just she it just I, while I remember it she as in Mista's body goes to say something and Misa just interrupts her. And I was like, oh, she can't even finish the sentence with a man's voice and appearance. Like, she just gets talked right over. Mm. It was fun to hear everyone's voice actor. Yep. Like, yeah. doing a different yeah. thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you can hear, you know, Mista's voice actor doing a girly, like, he ends sentences in wa, which is, like, a girly thing in Japanese. Oh. Yeah. And, like, Narancha being, like, calm like Giorno instead of being, like, kind of whiny. Yep. Mm. Um, but they... S- so they're like, who did Wicharati swap with? And then like, um, Narancha uses or tries to use the um, what's the what's the bomber Aerosmith, name? the Aerosmith. bomber Aerosmith to like sense if there's stuff around. And so everybody keeps their powers; they just yeah. get somebody else's body. It's their soul. Yeah. Okay, so it they swapped souls slash minds. And I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but they realize that it it may or may not be an enemy attack, but it doesn't make sense that it would be intact because all their stands seem stronger. Uh-huh. Right. So their stands seem stronger. They all feel re- refreshed and powered up. And um, the Aerosmith sees, I think, that everyone is just like fast asleep around. Somebody sees that. I think it's Yeah, Aerosmith. it might be Aerosmith, yeah. Um, and then, oh, and you see that everybody's uh, swapping. So like the cop and the um, person in the backseat, the the bad guy swap and then the other cop swaps with a bird <laughs> that's on the windshield because tough, um, tough break for that cop also the the bird or the the bird cop says pio pio which is how you say tweet, pio, tweet pio, pio. in spanish Aww. i as well as japanese i guess but i just thought that that was cute pio 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 yeah i think we see a dog and human swap which, oh, really? uh, yeah, which sucks. And, um, I feel like there's something, oh no, that's what the turtle later, but a baby and a mom, the baby and the mom. Yeah. Yeah. So at, at this point is when they're like, they, you know, Trish is like, that's not the boss. Like I would sense him. He's not nearby. It's kind of weird. And then suddenly we see the fucking turtle talking. No, or like we see that. I think we see the turtle walk by and I'm like, oh my God, who swapped with the turtle? <laughs> <laughs> And I thought that that was the best. This is Why my favorite thing. Why does the turtle talk? Talking turtle is my favorite thing. How okay, does be, the turtle because talk? Because the dog and human swapped, and the human who was the dog 
is barking because the dog right. only knows how to bark. And the dog is barking. The dog isn't like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no, my body. I'm a dog. <laughs> I don't have any balls. So I don't, I don't know, know where the turtle gets all the tongue and lip. I was shocked when the turtle started talking. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. Who did you think it was? I have no idea. I thought it might be the boss too. But then I was sad because the turtle's dead, Exactly. Right? It's another animal killed it's in JoJo's. It's so sad. Wait, it's dead? Because it swapped with, with Polnareff, who died. Yeah. That turtle's dead, baby. No. That turtle had nothing to do with this. It's not fair. The turtle oh, was no. like, I'm human. Arr. I hope Polnareff gets to be a turtle forever. We're not done with him yet. Turtles live a long time. Oh, my God. He could be just the wise old. He can last in every single arc for the rest of time. We can just have a turtle Polnareff. Aww. I love it. And that and that's useful. And he can have people like hide, he can hide people away on his back and then ride and then go around because he's smart and be like, I'm just a dime, just no, a turtle. No, he would keep his same stand, right? Oh, he would keep his same stand. So stand. that they don't have that room anymore, or they shouldn't. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, because they popped the key out. Unless the key yeah. is the stand or something, like the turtle has nothing to do with it. But right. I feel like the turtle, yeah. it's the turtle stand, right? I think so. Yeah. All right, we'll be on a lookout if anybody tries to go into that room. We know. There's some something fishy going on. Just a bunch of swords poke them like ah. Yeah. Um. Cool. So we got the turtle, which is awesome. R.I.P. Uh, turtle. R.I.P. Turtle. That was like sneaky. I didn't realize that the turtle died. Rest in Polnareff's dead body. Yeah. Okay. Rest in Polnareff. Um. But Polnareff is the is in the turtle's body. Um. And the, the turtle starts speaking and says that the enemy is Diablo and. Um, he said like he starts t- telling everybody some stuff he says like I had to do that so I was like oh so you chose who swaps <laughs> I thought it was just like when Requiem happened in my memory before I saw the episode like what I remember reading what I just kind of assumed that Requiem just goes nuts and is like yeah here's a bunch of swaps I'm a stand who thinks for itself goodbye I think that's what happened it sounded like Polnareff no I don't think he chose you think he just chose to stab his stand but didn't know what would happen he knew that I think I don't think he knew about people swapping because he later says like the only way to defeat Diavolo is to use the arrow and I'm like yeah but your stand just made everyone sleep in Freaky Friday like what if everyone else's stand like just turns everyone into milk jugs mm. you know like that's not useful you don't know that's that true. it's going to help you defeat the boss mm-hmm. well, so let's go back because he explains a bunch of stuff as a turtle yeah. So he tells everyone that after he gets beaten up by Diavolo and gets his lugs chopped off, he goes to stay on a farm. Which, and, how did he get there? And doesn't write to Jotaro and say, this is what's going on. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's just chilling out. Dropping arrows behind furniture. Yeah, he drops the arrow behind a table yeah. and he can't quite reach it, which is a relatable problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he uses his stand to try and pick up the arrow. But I guess it, the stand stabs itself accidentally Less with the arrow. Radical. Yeah. Yeah. And then shit goes wild. Yeah, it's weird because I thought like maybe his stand would activate like by a little percentage because it just got nicked. But instead it like fully goes Requiem and he's able to reverse it by taking yeah. the arrow away. Right. Yeah. But everyone on the farm falls asleep. Yeah. Everyone. Birds fall out of the sky and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And once he grabs the arrow back, they start flying again. Yeah, I thought he was going to like interrupt it or there'd be like a little piece of it, like people get sleepy or something, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I don't know if it's, to me anyway, it's 100% clear what happens to to Requiemize Silver Chariot. So everyone falls asleep, everyone switches bodies, 
Yeah. Does Requiem become, uh, does Silver well, Chariot become stronger? They also t- said something about mind, con- or yeah, they said something about mind control, right? Or controlling people. Yeah. yeah, he does say that, and I don't quite get that. So I but, think that's part of it. I don't know how he knows that that's part of it, but... He just, I think he's just guessing. I don't know. It's weird. It's like, I don't know how you know things will be so powerful, dude. Maybe he kept experimenting with his stand. And then like, you know, like I guess Chari- poking him and then taking the, the arrow away. Yeah. His stand just gives know. him a dirty look like, stop. <laughs> that's enough. Poor Chariot. Um, yeah. And I mean, it must have been shocking, though, to have a stand that's normally close range pokey. And then suddenly everyone in town is fucked up. And you're like, yeah. oh, man. Um, so now Silver Chariot is Requiem Silver Chariot. But he doesn't even have a sword. He's completely different. He's completely different, and he's, he's not carrying it. Yeah. He has Polnareff says he no longer has control of him. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't. I don't know what Silver Chariot Requiem is doing. I don't know where he's going or what his motivations are. So this arrow gives people stands, and then when if it stabs the stand, then it makes the it frees the stand like it was a genie in a lamp that like got its freedom. You know? uh, I don't know. We don't know enough about it yet. <laughs> so now it's free to do whatever it wants, but and also it has mind control. By the way, this is sort of a... <laughs> so it can control people the way that people could control it. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Um, I think this is where people also sometimes question. Um, they're sort of like, well, in part four, did Kira have Requiem stands? But his stand doesn't get pierced by the arrow. He does. He just gets re-pierced, which we've like never seen since... Yeah. Interestingly. There's a lot of lore this season. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's good. I like lore. Can we take a quick quick break? Sure. Okay. Uh, So one thing I think was sort of a question left unasked was, well, I thought the body swap was kind of a problem. And I was like, he's like, I can't control Chariot. I want to be like, Polnareff, kill yourself. And then your stand will dissipate. Is that what happened? I don't think that's what happens now. I think the stand is free. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, it's free to do what it wants, but does that mean it's, like, a life-after-death kind of stand, you know? Like, I don't know. I think that if he... I think the arrow changes everything. I think the shower, mm. the, the arrow makes it go berserk, and it's free now, it's free of the user, and it's just, like, it could go off and... Maybe so it is, is it like... a living thing now? Yeah. Whoa. That's what I think. It's possible. But at the end, we find out it's Buch- it's Bucciarati, basically, right? Isn't it? No, we find out Diavolo is Bucciarati. Right. They notice like Diavolo is up and he's running towards the towards the Colosseum. And then Diavolo runs oh, right. into the front entrance. And because then they notice that Silver Chariot Requiem is there. But out of Diavolo comes Sticky Fingers and chops off uh, Chariot Requiem's arm. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so, so what are the stakes here? Fingers. Like they're looking for the boss. Yeah. Right. They don't want the boss to kill them somehow and surprise them. And what, why are they worried about where Silver Chariot gets off to? I don't remember. Uh, they want to get the arrow. arrow. They want to get the arrow okay. from him because they can, because Polnareff Turtle tells them that they should use the arrow to defeat the boss. But right. we still don't really know how the arrow defeats the boss, right? Not yet. No. no. I mean, no. we might. Again, I think it's weird that Polnareff knows because it could just be a totally weird stand effect. His is clearly a powerful stand, but I just don't know if it gives the people it affects an advantage or disadvantage. That's what I was saying before, basically. Mm. Yeah. I wonder, could you use the arrow to, like, so if they pierce, if they pierce uh, King Crimson, if they pierce the boss's stand. I would not want to see that. Why? It'd be scary. He's already very powerful. If they pierce it and then it starts to go berserk, 
then before. the boss doesn't have a stand so they can kill the boss right i guess and then they just take the arrow away from the stand yeah but if it's any if it is like silver chariot requiem it's going to suddenly have a very widespread effect mm-hmm. you know that could be confusing or destructive or whatever yeah it's true you know I don't know that I can say that Chariot Requiem's ability is any sort of uh, parallel to Polnareff's personality mm-hmm. or his original stand or anything. But if it is for, uh, you know, Diablo, it could be like a very scary, violent stand mm. um, that just erases existence or something. Ugh. But anyway, so is this this is the end of the episode? Do we miss anything? That's how it ends with the wait, arm wait, getting wait. chopped off. So, yeah. So let me just go back to my notes. Polnareff says, I'm going to explain hope, which, okay. And then he talks about the trivial coincidence where the arrow, like, uh, falls under the thing. And he, like, makes the whole farming village go to sleep. We, we went over this. Everybody knows this. Great. Um, and then, yeah, everybody knows all of this. And so he says that it allows you to control the minds of all living creatures. That's the part that we're, like... Wait, I'm like, like, is that a translation you know that? thing? Or? How do you know that? I, I don't get Where that. Where do you see that? Yeah. Um, and the, the new plan is to stop Chariot before the boss can and then take back the the, the arrow um, and then use the arrow's full power, whatever that means, um, I guess, to defeat the boss. So there's a lot of questions here. There's some answers. Um, yeah, this episode raised a lot of questions and I have no idea how the show will end now. One thing I like is uh, Paul Nareff asks Mista because he because kn- he knows that everybody switched bodies, obviously because he's a turtle now. So he goes to me to to Mista, aka Trish, and he's like, "Are you Trish?" And Trish is like, "Yes." Trish Mista is like, "Yes," but I currently have hairy knuckles. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was funny. <laughs> By the way, so say Paul Nareff. It's basically like I, I don't normally look like this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, and so, oh, he also, Polnareff also explains that the boss is a duo. So he gives them the information. He says duo. He gives them the information that the only reason why the boss was able to get close to him or anybody close enough to kill him is because he's working together with a kid. And yeah, so now they know. Oh, so he doesn't know they have a split personality. He thinks they're two separate people. He's, he calls them a duo. He doesn't say split yeah, personality or anything. We don't so. know. We, we He's working together with the kid. Um, we don't know necessarily, like he doesn't really, he leaves it ambiguous, I think on purpose cause he doesn't really understand it. Um, mm. like he doesn't know it's a split personality thing, but he's, he like is able to swap with this kid or something is what Polnareff says. So it's good because now they all know to keep a lookout for, for a kid, um, as well. That's true. For a younger boy. It, it's scary to think that if, did he, if he didn't control the swap Polnareff, does that mean that if, um, he dies if the turtle dies or he does find a way to like pull chariot requiem back does everyone automatically unswap and if so does he die where does he go because oh, his body's dead he's dead he's so does he get to stay in the turtle because his soul is like i got nowhere else to go or does that he and the turtle end i don't know but that poor turtle in which case also what happens to Bucciolati? like right now are they next to the body of their former boss who's going to wake up and be and sorry, the you know, their former friend and boss. Yeah. And is he going to wake up and be Diavolo? Right. We don't know where Diavolo's soul is. Right. Um, so it's uh, it's interesting. There's a bunch of cliffhangers. A lot of things could happen I, here. I think it's in it's in Bucciarati. And I know ultimately, because for those who don't know, I read the comic a long time ago. 
Um, I know ultimately how this arc ends, but I'm missing a lot of details in between. No, I'm missing a lot of the details that happen in the next few episodes. So I'm excited Mm. to see uh, and remember or sometimes learn for the first time because, uh, you know, especially with the original translations, I would just kind of be like, I don't get what's happening. Let me move on. Uh, So I'm excited to see what happens next. Um, Yeah. Like, I don't remember what happens with the turtle. Hmm. Man, I hope that turtle's okay. I hope it's good. In part six, you just see in the back a little turtle tank and it's swimming around. <laughs> being like, I'm French, you're a hot lady. And they're like, stop <laughs> flirting with me, French turtle. <laughs> um, anyway, that's been the episode. Please, if you want. Please. No, please do it anyway. Go ahead and get on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, if you leave a good review, we'll read it. I promise you. Uh, but be please. nice. And follow us on Twitter at JJB Pod and follow us on Twitch. Tell us what we should play. Uh, we're going to get Miles a PS4 webcam uh, and we'll just uh, stream ourselves playing uh, FIFA um, and only FIFA. FIFA 2016 because I don't buy them every year. Miles. What? Don't you care about the new players? No. Don't, aren't you excited about um, Marcello pa- Pasco- Pascal? I'm just choosing a Brazilian name at random. I don't know. You got it. Are you a FIFA person? Do you happen to be into Pro Evolution at all or no? I've never played Pro Evolution. Are those people weird who are into Pez? Look, I don't know, man. I don't want to judge them. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's just a different game. We'll talk to you next time when Miles can compare the two giant soccer franchises. One is bigger than the other, for sure. Sure. Have a good week. Bye. 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 Bye.